0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everybody. I'm Cassidy, one of your Indianapolis Colts cheerleaders, and you're watching the Believe in Colts podcast. (sighs) Gerard, this was interesting. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm looking at the the comments going through here, and there are some pretty wild ones, I'll tell you that much. Uh, (laughs) Some – some people were not happy about how the Colts played this year, um, <laughs> so that, which is understandable. I get it. I understand, you know, as a Colt fan, you know. Uh, But at the same time, you just kind of have to, you know, sometimes every team has years like that, and you just got to basically take it in the mouth and move on, you know. Well, All yep, right. It happens. Yep. Exactly. Um, moving on to the next week, let's go ahead and discuss the divisional round as that's coming up, and that's going to be huge. We got four games for the divisional round. I don't know, dude. Jacksonville at Kansas City. Hmm. What do you think
1: about that game? Uh, I think... Kansas City is going to remind people, you know, who they really are, you know, at the end of the day. It's been a lot of talk about Bills coming out of the AFC, Bengals going back and all that. And nobody really seemed to be talking about the Chiefs anymore. Um, And I think, you know, this would be one of them games. I think Jacksonville will come to play, but everybody know in, in January in Kansas City, the weather and all that type of stuff comes into play and how hard it is and you know the fan base in Kansas City and how passionate they is and you're talking about a Super Bowl winning team already that's uh that's that's eager to get back there and repeat. And uh and I feel like Kansas City won't want the Bengals at the end of the day. I feel like they, they want to to Kind of revenge themselves off of how they ended last year and in those t- uh, type of things and the whole Joe Burrow beats Mahomes when it matters and you know and all that that type of talk so I think they they're gonna take care of business versus Jacksonville but it is the playoffs and when you're hot and you got momentum there is a chance that you can beat them but I'm gonna say that Kansas City is a mature enough football team to go out there and get the job done.
0: Yeah, I, look, Jacksonville can't give five turnovers to Kansas City. Yeah, not not versus Kansas City. No, no, there 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 will be no comebacks if if Trevor Lawrence starts the day off with four picks. I mean, they just won't. You know, uh, Patrick Mahomes and that offense will put points on the board. Um, <laughs> so yeah, yeah actually, I,
1: Jacksonville defense though been playing lights out now, lights out. So I I do think Jackson. I mean, uh, Kansas City put points up, but I don't, I don't think it's going to be. You know, points like you think, though. You know, I I still think it'll be kind of a close ball game at the end of the day. I just don't think Kansas City just going to run away with it. But I do think they're going to take care of business.
0: Okay, I'm just, you know, surprised that Jacksonville started the season off the way they did and ended up making the not only making the playoffs, but getting um, an upset victory in the wild card round against the Chargers. That says a lot. Uh, about this this young Jacksonville Jaguars team uh, being led by, you know, a a Super Bowl-winning, experienced head coach, you know, coming in on his first year. And that's my thought. It means that they're going to be a, a force for years to come in the AFC South.
1: I agree. I agree. They're going to cause some problems in these next coming years for sure. They're absolutely. only going to get better.
0: Yep, absolutely. Uh, I, I agree with you, though. I think the Chiefs win that game. Drop in here real quick and remind everybody that Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from the NFL and the bowl season to esports. You'll always find the latest odds, team up, matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. We're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use that promo code believe that's B L E A V to receive your rewards Bet online where the game starts. Um Giants at Philly. Ho oh, oh. ho. That's There's two games. I mean really all the games here are going to be good. This one I think Philadelphia fans butter get a little bit uh, worried because in all honesty the giants you said it earlier they're dangerous their backs are against the wall but they don't have anything to really you know they, they don't have to prove anything they can go out there and just play free because they weren't even supposed to be here
1: yeah and it's tough playing again like i said it's tough playing against your own division uh mm-hmm. i mean you got two games on film that you can go back and scout and and look at yourself versus versus your opponent and um and, you know, normally, like you say, the Giants are coming off a victory. The Philly is coming off a bye week. So when you got that momentum and you're going into that stadium and you're familiar with your opponent and you're not scared of your opponent, you know, I'm, I'm eager to see how Philly start the game. You know, is they going to start hot and fast like how they normally start? Or are they going to look like they're coming off a bye week and they're trying to get that energy back going? I mean, we know how the Philly fan base is going to be. It's going to be the, that game right there would be one of the most fun games to watch. Just because of the hatred between the two, Eli Manning even said that you know he's going he's going to be in the stadium, and he vowed not to go back back to Philly after he retired, and he said he has to be there. So um, that that's probably the main game that I'm I'm kind of eager and you know and can't wait to watch just because it's going to be a fun one. And the Giants, you know, if you want to you want to you know put your name out there and make people respect you. You know, win this game and, and see how your offseason, you know, be, you know, whether you make it to the Super Bowl or not. It'll be a lot of people that will be picking you to win the division next year and doing all those type of things to where now you got the target on your back. And uh and Philly, it's just a matter of them just, you know, continuing to do what they do. They've been great all year long. Defense has been balling. Offense has been balling. Jalen Hurts has been playing lights out. So we'll see if they can stick to the script and uh and do and do what they're supposed to do. But I think they'll face some adversity in this game because, like I said, it's a familiar opponent and it's tough to beat. You know, it's tough to beat uh, beat guys three times in a row. You know, at the end of the day,
0: it, it is, it is. And like you said, you know, I mean, Daniel is is coming into his own right now. Uh, Dayball, Dayball, I think wins Coach of the Year for a reason you know mm. uh mm-hmm. so yeah this is this is going to be an interesting matchup um to me it's a coin flip Eagles should win this game but yeah I got I, Philly winning it I got Philly winning it I, I got I, I feel like the Eagles should win but I can't count the Giants out in this one at all uh, if, 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 if the Giants pull this upset it would not surprise me at all yep. um then we got the Sunday matchups This is this is going to be uh, uh, something that I think we all have been waiting for for the last two weeks. Right. This is this is basically uh, what we were hoping for when the DeMar Hamlin uh, Mm. situation went down. Right. Yep. Yep. Bengals, Bills.
1: uh, Your thoughts about this game? uh definitely be it, be it might be kind of emotional uh to start just knowing how these the last time these two teams got together and you know what transpired and what took place so I'm pretty sure it might be you know kind of emotional but once that ball's kicked off uh you know everything's on the line you know there's no tomorrow after that 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 ball kicked off you know somebody's going to be advancing and somebody's going to be getting ready for a vacation uh, I think that the Bengals got a lot that they got to fix based off what we saw versus the Ravens. Uh, there's some things that they got to clean up. Uh, and Dolphins, there's some things that they got to clean up based off what we saw versus Miami. So I expect both teams to be better than they were the week before. Uh, but I, I'm going to say that I feel like the the Bills is going to win this one uh, just off of maybe Josh Allen, you know, playing the best game that he's possibly ever played in the playoffs. But I mean, when that with that killer over there with Joe Burrow on the other side, man, uh, and the weapons that he got with Higgins and Chase and Boyd and, you know, uh all those guys mixing back there at the running back position, you know, if that offensive line holds up and give him some time to kind of dissect things, I mean, it's I think this one can be the high scoring uh game that we're kind of been waiting for. I think this one can go back and forth and come down to whoever has the ball last.
0: Oh, hmm. well, I mean, definitely the the two teams have incredible offenses. The, 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 these are two teams that love um to air it out, throw the football, uh get get a lot of points on the board. But as of late, I'm seeing more defense played in uh the the playoffs than I have been, you know, high scoring, high I mean, occasionally you'll get that Patrick Mahomes Josh Allen fourth quarter thing happen, you know, that we saw last year. But for the most part, I, I've been seeing a lot of defense and a lot of a lot of mistakes, you know, like last night, you know. Holy crap, who would have thought that dude would have missed his first four extra points, right? I mean, when, when that kind of stuff sometimes really affects a player. Now I don't think that's going to affect these guys because these guys have been in the playoffs. Uh, the the Bills and the uh, the Cincinnati Bengals have been in the playoffs quite a bit um, over you know last year, obviously. Uh, but who knows? Who knows? It could happen to anyone at any time. Um, last game. Oh boy, Cowboys and Niners that's gonna be a fun game that that's gonna be interesting uh cowboys their first as you said earlier first playoff victory since the 90s i think right yeah i think i said 94 yeah wow that was the year i graduated guys okay (laughs) from high school i mean my goodness that's a long time ago um san francisco cowboys thoughts on this game
1: I think this would be the first time we see Brock Purdy under duress, under some pressure. I mean, you look at you know the Cowboys' defensive line and what they did to Tom and those guys, and kind of what they've been doing all year. I mean, they cause havoc up front. They're going they're going to get to that quarterback. Uh, But when you look at, you know, San Francisco's offense and the scheme and, you know, how they set plays up, I mean, it's going to be one of those odd discipline type games to where the guys in the back end and uh, the linebackers are really going to have to key on certain things to make sure that they are doing their jobs and their responsibilities. I mean, when you got Debo, you got to know where he's at everywhere on the field. Then you got Christian, you got to know where he's at everywhere on the field. Then you got Kittle, you got to know where he's at everywhere on the field uh it's going to be one of those things to where i discipline and and just responsible football from the defense of the cowboys is going to have to be there but when you talk about the cowboys front four and the pressure that they bring without even having a blitz i think uh i think that's going to be the key to the victory if they can get brock purdy you know, hit a couple times, sack here, sack there, and just cause some some pressure from 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 just not being able to have to blitz anybody. I think that's going to be the key to the victory. Absolutely, yeah, I, I do agree. I mean, Micah
0: and and Lawrence, they are two guys that can come in and and really create havoc uh, against young, inexperienced quarterbacks, as Brock Purdy is. But again, we've seen that Purdy can make things happen with his feet too. You know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if, if they come in and, and don't, you know, come in under control and keep containment, Purdy can extend that play, either run with it or hit somebody for a massive gain as well. So, you know, the Cowboys have to play under control even when they are playing uh, that, that four-man rush. So, it, again, uh, I could see either of these two teams winning this game. I still think San Francisco wins it, though. I really do.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, I might, I might, I might agree with you on that, but I don't know. It's some about the Cowboys this year, and I'm not even the biggest Cowboy advocate, <laughs> but uh, but for whatever reason, I think they make it to the NFC Championship. So I, I think I'm gonna go with the Cowboys on this one.
0: Okay, okay. Well, I can respect that they they're playing some of the best football in uh, from, from from that we've seen in the NFL this year. So I, I absolutely agree that, that that that's something that we could. Uh, possibly see but you know we didn't talk about the Niners defense and and, you know yeah top defense in the league what they could do against the Cowboys I mean that's that's not the same team the Cow this isn't the Tampa Bay defense you know (laughs) so um the Niners defense I think are going to cause problems um against especially against uh the 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 run game Dallas loves to, to 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 really use you know Paul Pollard looks so good he, last night oh my goodness we're running that football he looked really good I don't think he's going to have those big 10 15 yard runs uh, as often as as we saw against the Niners though Um, I don't know man uh, we're well into it anyone have any questions uh, for Gerard uh, feel free drop them in the, in the chat right now uh, I've been looking in here and not seeing a whole lot uh, what do you think about uh seeing uh TY in Dallas and, and playing the way he's playing over there uh with the Cowboys?
1: It's good to see my guy uh T Y out there, you know, still catching the ball and showing that that burst and speed that he has. Uh, I think he I think he's definitely gonna have to kind of come up big. It's gonna be one of these games, maybe this next one, to where he's gonna make a big play or two that kind of change the outcome of the game. I mean, I think everybody is I don't want to say people forgot, but, you know, when T.Y. stretches that field, I mean, it's a real threat. Uh, so I I feel like that he's going to have a big catch in this next one uh, that kind of solidify the game a little bit. He had some big catches last night on third down, but mm-hmm. I think I think he'll have some to where he stretched that field and remind people of that speed.
0: There you go. There you go. A lot of Colts fans would love to see that. There's a lot of lot lot of people out there rooting for the cowboys just because t y is on that team right now you know and and I understand that i understand why that is your thoughts about c j Stroud and uh waiting till the last moment to uh to declare for the n f l draft
1: uh I don't think that was an issue. I think he kind of was weighing all his options i mean you got a lot of people gotta realize these guys are making money right now so Uh, even though I know that it's life-changing money that he'll get in the draft. uh, But at that same token, if you feel like, you know, you haven't accomplished what you want to accomplish personally at your school and you're thinking about coming back, you know, just to, you know, kind of do some more uh, that you you already had planned, I think you should definitely, you know, consider that option. I mean, you're talking about graduating, you're talking about – trying to win the Heisman win another win a national championship get back to the final four do all these type of things because uh, once you leave college, man, it's all business from there. Even though it's a little business right now, but you're not gonna have that same joy and that same bond and and friendship with your teammates that you've been with for the past four or five years. Uh, once you get in the league, every year is going. The roster is a, it's a turnover uh, of guys in that roster every year. You got to learn new faces, new names, new coaches, new everything every single season. So uh, I can definitely understand how some of these guys are really you know, weighing their options and taking their time and making these decisions. Because, like I said, I mean, a lot of these guys are making millions. You know, you know, right now they're making millions in college. So uh sometimes that money can wait a little bit if you feel like you haven't accomplished what you want to accomplish yet.
0: Absolutely. DS Goodmore has a good question in here. Uh Says, uh, what are your biggest wants? What do you think the biggest needs for the Colts are this uh, draft and free agency?
1: Well, I feel like after they get a head coach – um and kind of sort everything out on, on you know, priorities, which I think everybody know the quarterback position is the priority. But you just don't want to have your eyes set on one specific quarterback and then your head coach system or the offensive guys that he bring in and that quarterback don't match or don't fit. Uh, you don't want to be stuck you know, in a situation where, you know, you got to develop another guy. I think you got to get a head coach, get a GM, I mean, get a head coach, I'm sorry, not a GM and uh, figure out what system you're going to be running going forward and then make your picks, make your decision from there. I mean, obviously you got Stroud, you got Bryce Young, uh, you got the possibility even trading up, you know, and uh, with the Bears possibly and, 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 you know, going that route with Justin Fields. So you got a couple different options on the table. Uh, But I I still don't feel like it's a quarterback in the draft that's just, um, you know, can't miss type prospect, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, I feel like a bunch of these guys are going to be great, you know, great players don't get me wrong, but I I feel like a bunch of these guys are similar uh, in that aspect to whether it don't matter if you get Stroud, Bryce. Or the next guy, uh, you're getting a pretty decent, good quarterback at the end of the day. But I think you want to get the right one that fits whatever system is going to be, you know, your offensive system going forward.
0: Loyalist drops in here. Do you think the Colts turnaround is a, a one-year situation, or is it going to take multiple years to to get back to where they were?
1: I, I don't think it's um... – I don't think today's NFL is like a build up or or we're we're rebuilding for multiple years or or anything like that. I think it's a year to year basis in the NFL. I mean, we're we're talking about Jacksonville who won won what three games last year or, or something like that, you know, and they're in the second round of the playoffs this year. So I don't necessarily believe that um, teams in today's NFL have time to 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 develop or wait. You know, you you want to get the right pieces into your building, into your organization right now. And you want to win right now. There's not a team in the NFL that's saying, hey, in two or three years, we're going to be great. You don't know what's going to happen in two or three years, you know, at the end of the day. So I think I think you're trying to get the right pieces, the right coaches, the right systems, the right everything so you can win right away. I mean, the Giants. They, they only won what four or five games last year and they're in the second round i mean you look at some of these teams man and and it it's it's overnight it's about just getting the right pieces at the end of the day i don't think you have time to build in today's nfl okay. in, in other aspects yeah like you can get a d lineman and say hey this is a development type thing you can get a backer you can get something like that but there's not a a gm or owner saying hey in three or four years this team's supposed to be here no these owners want to win right now these gms want to win right now uh so it's just about getting the right pieces and 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 making it work
0: okay okay my opinion yeah great answer um i i think that that was a really good question too you know uh I, i think it is something that you know a lot of people think that you know uh Owners are all good about you know a complete tear down and rebuild of a team. you know what i mean and i I don't think that's something that's gonna happen with the indianapolis colts uh I mean we still have our g m right so that 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 speaks volumes on where Ursay is thinking uh when it when it comes to you know his team and and, and what he wants to go with. Um, he still has faith in Ballard and the way he's been building this team. He just, you know, gotta retool, gotta find those you gotta find Especially right that quarterback, yeah. right? And I then mean, obviously, and,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, everybody know if you don't have a quarterback in this league, you it's impossible. It's impossible to win. I mean, I don't care how good your defense is, it's not the nineteen ninety, what was it, six Ravens or whatnot. Yeah. I mean, these guys are throwing the ball like Tom Brady threw the ball over fifty times last night. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, of course, they didn't play well or they didn't get it done, but it don't matter how good your defense is. I mean, it's week to week to where you can get beat. You need an offense. You need a quarterback to win games. And, I mean, that's just how it is. I mean, you got to reload. You can't necessarily think rebuild. Absolutely. And uh, I I just want to say
0: something. Ancient atomic immortality. uh, He says five years ago, Luck retired, so you know what that means. Uh, He still drafted a guard sixth overall. Skipped on Hertz skipped on Debo Samuel, skipped on A.J. Brown, skipped on D.K. Metcalf. I can tell you right now, every team in the NFL skipped on every single one yeah. of those players. I mean, all those it's guys. Not just the Colts.
1: Yeah, but all, and and all those guys turned out to be great players. But you don't know who's gonna gonna turn out at that moment. I mean, Jalen Hurts had just lost his job to Tua, had to go to Oklahoma, get better as a passer, and he did all those type of things. So it was a matter of Jalen Hurts finding somebody who believed in him. It wasn't like Jalen Hurts was walking around saying, "I'm the best quarterback here." Like I, I'm a can't miss type prospect. Jalen Hurts went to the Eagles and is in a great situation for him you mm-hmm. look at the pieces that's around him you look at the defense you look at the system everything fits what Jalen Hurts uh, was bringing to the table let's say Jalen Hurts came to Indy it might not have worked out it just might not have worked out you just never know DK Metcalf came to Indy and we don't have a quarterback what's the difference in him and Pittman it might not have worked out so all these guys that we're, we're talking about went into situations to where it kind of benefited uh the team that they were selected by i mean seattle was looking for a number one receiver big time player they um they had just lost some guys you know from the years past that that decided to retire and step away and do all those type of things so um all those guys went into situations that was great for him debo samuel samuel was doing the same thing he's doing now in san francisco and south carolina system and everything they were using Debo Samuel as a running back as a wide receiver and all those type things if if you're drafting Debo to your system and you don't have that system to fit Debo you're wasting his talent and you know at the end of the day so a lot of times you know we see what these guys are doing now and say I can't believe that our GM didn't select this or do that I mean how you win games is having a great offensive line and a great defensive line, first and foremost. If you don't have a good offensive line or a good defensive line, it's going to be hard to block anybody and it's going to be hard to stop anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have to build from, you know, the the trenches and up. And once you got your trenches in place, now you can go into the draft saying, I need the best skill guy available. Like, we got guys that can block. We got guys that can get to the passer and all that. Now I'm looking for the best player period to come in and just add to what we already have so you know sometimes fans you know you can look at you know some of these players you know they're three four years in now and see what they're doing and be like i can't believe we missed out on this guy or did that but at the moment when it was happening you didn't know these guys were going to turn out that way
0: no and and again you you brought up there's a couple things i want to uh get to with, with what you're saying here uh just because he's a player successful on one team, like you said, does not necessarily mean he's going to fit in the scheme and the players and the coaching of another team. That's no more evident than what happened uh, with Russell Wilson this past
1: season, right? I mean, right. that's big situation. I mean, look at Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, the year before he looked horrible mm-hmm. with Urban Meyer and everything. Then all of a sudden you get a whole new staff, and you're looking at Trevor Lawrence like, oh my gosh, he might be you know top 10 quarterback next year you know like oh now i see the arm they were talking about oh now i see the athletic ability and all these type of things that you know got him drafted number one you know everything matters in the nfl when you're talking about making things work and it's from top down the right gm the right head coach the right assistants the right system you know everything you know everything matters absolutely and you sitting here talking about earlier
0: you are a deep, you were a former defensive back in the NFL, and you just hammered down on Ballard's philosophy: build in the trenches. That's the most important part. I think that speaks volumes on how important it is uh, to get talent up front on both sides of the football.
1: Yeah, I mean, you have to. I mean, you have to. What did the What did the Bengals do after their run last year? They went Mm -hmm. and tried to fix their O-line immediately. That's what they're Mm -hmm. not saying that that they got the right pieces or whatever. But when you look at the decisions that was made, they were like, hey, we got to fix our O-line like right now. Like we got to protect our prize and the prizes around us. So if you ask any GM or owner across the league, they're going to tell you like it starts up front. I mean, you can have the best. I mean, Andrew Luck. I mean, we, the, the, one of the reasons why Andrew Luck probably retired at the end of the day, he almost got killed. I mean, he every week he was taking a B team. You know, I saw him as a rookie, you know, being his teammate. Like, man, I don't know how, if he's going to get up from this one or get up from that one. Like, some of the shots that he was taking, like, you have to build from – Uh, the trenches and up you know so if you don't got anybody to protect these guys I mean even Joe Burrow last year we thought that he wasn't gonna get up a couple times after a few of those shots so I mean you gotta have at least an average O-line D-line to even compete you know so say that you have an elite O-line D-line it makes everything else around you a lot easier
0: well two years prior you know the year prior to that we know after Mahomes got annihilated in the Super Bowl right? What mm-hmm. they do, they went out there and spent everything they had on the offensive line to give Patrick Mahomes uh, time and be able to run that football. Yep. So, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Last question here before we end up going, do you want a young, dynamic, offensive-minded or defensive-minded head coach, I guess, or an experienced, you want a young or an experienced head coach?
1: Uh, So, I mean, if you get a young head coach, you just got to have some experienced coaches around them. Uh, I mean, you got to think these young guys bring a different type of energy to your locker room and to your team, you know, And, and sometimes that's needed, especially in today's, uh, today's game is and how some of these kids now are coming into the league. You know, they they they're used to the the younger coaches, even from college. You know, it's more young coaches around the college game now, just because they can relate better to some of these kids. And I'm not saying that you you don't need an experienced coach. Yeah, I mean, if you got an experienced coach that checks the boxes that you uh, think that's needed to be a head coach and lead your organization, by all means, let that experienced coach come in and do it. I mean, we see Doug Peterson and what he's doing with a young team. Uh, in Jacksonville, they needed a, 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 a veteran-style coach that, that, that knows uh, what he's doing and been around the block, you know, in the NFL to lead these guys. And then when you look at maybe the coach situation, you know, you got, you got some veterans in your room. You got – you know, a good mix of veterans and a good mix of young young players. That you know, maybe you just need somebody that's maybe that can relate to both, whether it's a young guy or uh, or a veteran guy. You know, so I'm not against either. You know, it's just a matter if you get a young experienced coach that that haven't been a head coach before. Let's just say D'Amico Rhymes. You expect that it, that it be some offensive assistants and defense assistants around him. That's more of the veteran style type coaches to kind of help him navigate uh some of the challenges that you have as a head coach
0: all right i think that's going to do it for this live stream i appreciate everybody that's been in here please if you have a moment smash that like button um and subscribe if you're not subscribed uh gerard as usual man i appreciate you coming on hanging out talking answering questions uh, love picking your mind. You have a great football mind, and I love your—you know—I respect everything that you uh, you bring to bring to the table. Thanks again, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Um, I'm Lawrence Owen. That was Gerard Powers, Rodney McLeod. This was Believe in Colts, brought to you by Bet Online. And as usual, go Colts. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe.